sucked. There we go. So, good morning. That's friggin' uh, the 3rd, maybe the 3rd of January 2020. Holy moly. A little bit of a rainy morning. Just a little pitter-pattering on the rooftop here for a Friday. And here we are. Just started up our week yesterday for the kids and my wife back to school. And uh, I went back to work yesterday as well. Had a nice afternoon, busy afternoon. Heading in for a busy morning. Be there till about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and I'm done, you know? So, the post-New Year. We, we are in the New Year now. Gentlemen that runs the friggin' little auto, auto shop at the corner. There he goes, walking across with his cup of coffee. Kids are getting on the school bus. Parents are bidding farewell to the kids. I'm heading down to the office for my first patient at 9 a.m. Feeling pretty good, you know? So, topic of discussion for this morning is... Uh, Finding love. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. So my boy, as I mentioned on a couple of occasions, he's 12. Maybe a little bit precocious in the sense that uh, on some level he possesses this degree of maturity or immaturity that makes him want to um, have a girlfriend. That's his thing. I, I, I was talking to my wife last night. We laid in bed for like an hour before we hit the rack talking about Sam. I guess he, his girl uh, said that she wants to take a break. So, he's getting dumped. It's going to be the second time in in a year that this has happened. And, you know, it was one of those things. His first love, it was like, uh, or a first girlfriend. They were in class together. They, you know, they just started the middle school. She said she thought he was nice. And he said, you know, she's pretty. And next thing you know, endless text and FaceTime conversations and just you're looking at it from the sideline being like oh my god you know look at Sam disappearing up into his room he's what are they talking about he's he's just fumbling around as young folk do trying to figure out how to behave how to how to do this but something must unless they're the girls are picking him up which is not impossible. He seems like this is something he's really looking for. He's looking for a girlfriend, somebody to be his one and only. A little bit premature, right? He's 12. He's in seventh grade. When I was in seventh grade, I, I remember doing the same thing at a 
some girlfriends, you're going, you're going out, is what we called it, you're going out with such and such, and maybe sometimes you would go out, you go to a roller skating rink, or an arcade, or a firehouse dance, and then by the end of the dance, your girlfriend would say she wants to break up with you, as you stretched your mom's phone, parent's phone around the corner, from the kitchen into the hallway, or even went inside a closet or something, and laid down and and talked, and your mom or dad would pick up on the other line while you're talking, it's just, uh, you're looking for something, we feel a need to be loved, and to love, and to feel something, to to share this world with others, it's so damn complex, right? countless stories have been written about it finding my one true love the princess who fell under a spell and could only be revived by the prince of a kiss or the the kiss of a her one true love anyway this poor guy a girl said he's uh he makes her feel uncomfortable because he's saying things like, I love you, and he's being a little bit more serious than he probably needs to be, and as my wife and I were talking, I don't think he's being inappropriate, he's not hitting on these girls, he's not mistreating them or, you know, trying to make unwelcome advances toward them, he's a 12-year-old boy, though, and he's starting to have feelings, and uh, that's completely normal. But I told, I asked Mandy, I said, you know, how many of his buddies have genuine girlfriends like this? Where, you know, you're, he gave her his uh, Pop Warner Super Bowl jacket to wear. I don't know if it was indefinitely or whatever, but he said that's what people do. And I remember that from growing up, right? You know, she's wearing my jacket. She's got my denim jacket. Uh some sort of promise, some sort of token, like, she's mine, he's mine, sort of thing, passing notes in the hallway, sort of stuff, of course, now they're online, so, this is the beginnings of it, and I I, I asked Mandy, I said, well, you imagine when Lily is 12, which is only next year, that... she's got some boy sending her messages that say to the effect of I love you and I can't wait to see you and all that stuff Uh, call it a double standard but it definitely exists because I wouldn't want my daughter being I would immediately shoot that down and be like okay things are getting a little bit out of hand you're 12 years old you got a boy telling you that he loves you and you know do you want to go out to the ice skating rink and I'd be like, who else is going? Is a parent going? Okay, well, we're going to go. You'd want to kind of slow things down a little bit, right? Because I remember some of those first relationships that that we had growing up where you thought that, you know, whatever it was, pretty girl, smelled nice, you know, in your class, you're going out now, and you barely even know what that means, and maybe you see her in the hallway and give her a hug or give her a kiss or that was like the big thing man that was like a big freaking deal 
know, but there was something about, obviously there's a well-known attraction between men and women, or whatever else you're into, there's, love is, is blind, but you know, you're being guided along that path, and you're surrounded by your friends, and your teachers, and your parents, and I remember being young, but being really wanting to move the relationship to the next level, like, just felt like I was in love, you know, and it's going to be she and I forever, and you wonder about these things, you don't have, you lack the perspective, you don't want to be cynical, you don't want to be like, oh, well, okay, well, okay, it's not going to last, again, they're 12, so this is way ahead, but we're not too far away from the point where boyfriends and girlfriends, you know, real shit, where you're in high school, and you got a boyfriend or girlfriend, and then, you know, something happens, and you break up, and he's going to college, or she's got other plans, or they find another, you know, someone they like more, man, I've been through all that shit, and it sucks, it definitely sucks, but it's part of life, it's part of growing up, I said in a way, it's just like a good thing that it's happening now. Said, how many kids, how many of his buddies have real girlfriends, you know, where they're doing, where they're going this far, giving each other friggin' their football jackets and stuff like that, and saying, I love you. And we talked about the difference between love you and I love you. You know, somebody sent a message, text message or otherwise to my child that said, you know, a classmate said, love you, I would um, interpret that as a cute little cutesy, not too serious, but I have feelings for you sort of scenario, but if they say, I love you, and they, you know, I would be like, okay, this is a little out of hand, because you want to tell these kids, and what you believe is that they don't know what love is, so... I want to know what love is, I want you to show me, I sang that to my wife, because that's what it is, right, before you have broken hearts, and had your heart broken, you don't really know what love is, you have no value, real value for it, hey, it doesn't mean as much, because, you know, you have to find your way, right, you have to find your comfort zone, and and find figure out what you like to begin with, and in order to figure out what you like, you got to date, and you got to meet people, and you got to. Um, I mean, shit. I know people. We all know folks who are in their late teens or even in college, who never, who might have never really had a genuine date, and don't know what love is, and and just you know they might be really smart. Um, so they, they might have gotten into college or had some opportunity, but they might, whatever, and they might be a little bit slow to develop or be a little bit, whatever their situation is. You have to develop as a human being and work on yourself and figure out what, what you're made of and what you want in life before you can share that with anybody else. And that's what is preposterous about being a uh, 12-year-old boy and telling people that you love them and giving them your football jacket. 
it's cute at first, but then it's like, holy shit, if that was my daughter, I'd be like, what's going on here? You know, like, it's a little bit early, this ain't gonna last, just holding on here now, bracing ourselves for the daily uh, drama, or, or not, but I mean... We are cynical as adults, right? Because we have, before I met my wife, I had this girlfriend and that girlfriend. Shit, I was married for a year or more. And I thought that that was it. You know, that was my life. We broke, we got a divorce, man. I was young, I was in college. But, you know, I remember always, I, I was always had a level of maturity, or at least, a, if you want to call it, again, could be immaturity, but from way back, I always wanted, I was always looking for the relationship, I wasn't looking to play the field, or go out and, you know, sow my oats, and, and what that really meant is that you go out and you break hearts, you go out and you get laid, you go out and you go on a date, and you, you know, you, you use that girl for that date, or that night, or whatever it come, turns to, meet somebody at a party, you know, a high school or college party, you're drinking a few beers, you wind up fooling around the next day, or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or you just, all right, I'm going to go off, and that was a good experience, now, uh, where do I go from here, it's like, oof, it's tough, man, it was clumsy, it was uncomfortable, the whole relationship thing, and, uh, and finding our, our, our place, and, in the world, it's tough, man, and I want to, my kids to, um, to share with me everything that they're going through, and, and look for guidance, respect us that much, and, and our, our kids are like that, so I got to help this young man, I'm going to talk to him this weekend, but I'm proud of him, and I don't want to make it sound like he's completely pathetic, for falling in love or begging the question on a relationship, but he is too young, and uh, if he just needs to throttle back a little, if he can throttle back a little bit and just be a little bit more chill about it, enjoy his time, you know, go out on a few dates, feel out what um, what it means to be in a boyfriend-girlfriend type relationship feel that out, you know, like, what does it mean these days, I don't know, what do kids do, you know, they rarely go out, right, and it's not like they can go down the park and be together, sit on the swing set together, they could, but mostly they're playing video games, so how does this work, how do you meet somebody, school, okay, well, how, what about after school, how do you see them, you say I'm on a little ice skating trip, with some friends a week or so ago, seemed to go well, but it's, it's tough, man, again, I don't know whether, really how many of his friends have, are this serious about it, uh, he should just throttle back, and chill out a little bit, and he shouldn't have any problems going forward, so it's a tough lesson. Nobody wants to be told, uh, you know, you make me uncomfortable, you make me say, she said he makes her say things, it, it compels her to reciprocate, right? I love you, it's kind of like, oh, I love you, 
They don't know. But behind that, it's probably her parents saying, oh, fuck no. He's not going to, you know, who's this boy? What do I keep hearing about this kid? Who are you talking to in there? Because you don't approve. You know, you, you're not comfortable with things happening this early on in your child's life. So that's what I'm going through right now. And it's, it's life. It's a good thing, actually. There's no harm done. It's just Harka's out the sand because he's, uh, he's such a lover. I did ask Mandy, though, like, what is he, um, where's this coming from? Like, what, why does he keep winding up? Is it a coincidence that he's got, you know, a couple girlfriends now and under his belt in the seventh grade? Not literally under his belt. A couple girlfriends that he has gone through. And now they're ending it. I mean, I, I remember relationships being pretty short. And breakups happening for... You know, out of the blue, just at a whim. Or whatever the fucking thing is. Maybe just a cute break, uh, makeup breakup culture in society today. Anyway, I told him... She wants to take a break. Fine understand it, even if you, it hurts, tell her, eh, I appreciate that, you know, I'm, yeah, I guess we were getting a little bit too serious, and let's enjoy, you know, have fun, and I'll see you in class, and, and just be normal, just be normal, and maybe she'll come back, she might, she might like that more, that, that he's, you know, giving her the silent treatment, or or she's not getting the attention that she had. She'll be wondering whether or not she, you know, he doesn't like her now, or she did something wrong, or it's that whole cat and mouse game. And for anybody who's, yeah, whatever, disinterested in this podcast because your it's a subject matter is uh, it sounds silly or stupid or not my typical stuff. This is real. And if you've got a, a family or, or you're in my peer group where we got our kids growing up and you'll be going through it soon enough if you haven't already. It's tough. It's tough to watch. And I mean, in a few years, are we going to be going down vacations or having family functions and, you know... Sam and Lily are going to be bringing their boyfriends and girlfriends and we got to tolerate these people and, you know, remember that when you, you go with your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend's parents to a family function or, um, you're going to hang out with them on the weekend and you thought that, wow, this is my life. These are the people in my life. And then in one moment that relationship is over for whatever reason, and you never see those people again, <laughs> that's got to be a weird thing, this is going to be uh, an interesting adolescence that these two are going through, now Lily, she doesn't have any, I don't know, she's, she's a, a puzzle, that one, she's got her shit together too much, she's too organized, too, um, her standards are entirely too high in terms of people in general, so I can't even imagine when, uh, like I asked her yesterday, 
dropping off the bus stop. Hey, Lil, you know, you excited? Go back? Well, I hate school, and I hate my teacher, and so you looking forward to seeing your friends? She goes, I don't really have many friends. How the hell do you, do you not have friends? She's like a beautiful girl. She's smart. She stays out of trouble. Andy says she holds people to a very high standard, maybe too high of a standard. She should just chill out. And I'm thinking there, laying there in bed, thinking about my kids, and uh, I'm simultaneously happy that they are growing up and going through all these things that we surely went through. But I'm also sad for them and, you know, wanting to help them. And then there's the notion that you really can't, you know, to a degree, you cannot solve all these problems for them. Like they spend more time in school with their class and their teacher and their peers now than they spend at home. And so what's going on? Unless, you know, they share things with us, we're going to be somewhat in the dark about the decisions that they're making. Because we, one has to find their place in this world and, and go out there and explore. And all journeys, you know, they, they're fraught with uh, adventure and danger and decisions to make, paths to take. And it's not like some chessboard or some video game where we can choose to, okay, go down that path. Hopefully they ask us, and we can be like a, a mentor, giving them um, some kind of guidance. You know, what we can hope. So that's what's going on, and I'm sure this weekend we'll get some updates about this. When kids love lives, and someday maybe they'll listen to this and think, Dad, you need to mind your own damn business, but they'll chuckle at it too. I mean, I mean, well... We want the best for the kids, but I surely, on some level, thought it was um, absolutely ridiculous how serious Sam was getting with these girls, but I also saw, thought it was kind of cute. So, shame on me for just kind of like letting everything happen and not intervening, but I thought it was cute and harmless and maybe like a mainly an online thing. Maybe I should have sat down and said, all right, guy, now that it's the second time that it occurred, I'm going to tell him, listen, dude, don't take things so damn seriously. Chill out a little bit. Take it easier. You're going to scare these chicks away. Just have fun. Be respectful. And uh, everything will be fine. Just adjust back a little bit. I might have mentioned this, but uh, definitely the double standard because when it comes to my daughter, if she was receiving text messages from a kid or getting uh, uh, more serious than necessary with a relationship, I, um, I would have put the stop to that crap. All right, everybody have a wonderful friggin' weekend. Continue to build a better mousetrap in this new year. 
I'll talk to you soon. Hey!